Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting animal here on May 1 8, 2016. Now, I want you to imagine that your name is John Smith or Joe Smith or Joan Smith. I don't care what it is. Pick an imaginary name. And imagine now that you appear on a podcast as a guest and the host asks you a question about the American election campaign. And you are very anti. Trump. You don't like Donald Trump. So you say that the founding fathers of the United States, they didn't want a country that was going to be a total democracy. And you know why? Because this is what happens when you give a bunch of low information voters the franchise. They vote for Donald Trump. They don't think. They just shoot from the hip. And you know what? I happen to listen to that podcast, and I put up a posting on my Facebook group that says, some recruiters doubt democracy. Some recruiters doubt democracy. And someone indicates in the comments that I must be talking about you. And you see the posting, and you get really mad. But you don't put a comment under the posting itself explaining that democracy has its shortcomings, but all the other forms of government are so much worse. Because you know why? The educated elite doesn't always act in the best interests of the country. And sometimes even an ignoramus can see that and vote to stop them. No, you don't put that information there. Instead, you put up a big complaint on your own news feed so all your friends can come there and attack me. You accuse me of deliberately misrepresenting your views. And you know what? Everybody agrees with you that I'm trying to wreck your brand. So I say, hey, I didn't even mention your name. And you say, that's a problem too. As if you wanted me to associate you with views that you claim aren't yours. So I point out that there were only six comments on the posting, and four of them were about the picture I posted. They weren't about you or your views. So look, it would have died a quick death if you wouldn't have made such a big fuss about it. But that doesn't matter. Everybody just accuses me of trying to dodge my guilt. And you know what? I see that I can't win. So what would I do at that point? I would follow the advice of my good friend, Mitch Sullivan. He didn't know he was my good friend until just now. But here's what he says. He says, I've been on the receiving end of criticism, sarcasm, and personal attacks, all of which I accept as being part and parcel of getting into debates with people online. And you should too. And then you know what I'd do? I'd move on to Jerry. Jerry! What show is this? The Recruiting Animal Let's turn to our guest. Okay, Katrina Kibben. Her Twitter name is K-A-T-R-I-N-A Kibben, K-I-B-B-E-N. Who are you, Katrina? 
quickly. I am the director of marketing and an editor at Recruiting Daily. Uh-huh. Uh, Go ahead, so Katrina, please. I'm a marketer by trade, uh, but I translate all of that marketing stuff that I've already tested and tried into recruiting principles that okay, are manageable. Yeah, okay. Her website is, sure. Hold on. Her website is called KatrinaKibben.com, <laughs> and if you go to the About page, you're going to see something. Katrina talks about herself in the third person like she stepped out of a Seinfeld episode. What's with that? Don't no. you know it's only good in a joke? It's a professional ridiculous. bio. That's awful. You don't say I and me in a professional well, bio. You know I know that's you, weird to I you. i got to tell you something. You say I on your LinkedIn summary, and it's 100 times better. That is awful. It's terrible. Go change it as soon as you get off this show. And i got to tell you something else. When you say that you've been in leadership roles, that sounds pompous, okay? Leader is the most shallow word in business today. It's just way <laughs> too pretentious. Get rid of it. Okay, my third tip. I appreciate your feedback. Yeah, my third tip. You say on your blog, I'm a true Southern lady and I believe in manners. Does that mean that Maureen doesn't believe in manners? Maureen's not a Southern lady. Do you have the uh, market cornered on manners because you're Southern? What's that about? Jackie Clayton still doesn't know how to spell her name. I'll spell it for you. J A. This is her Twitter. This is her Twitter address. J A C K. Y E Clayton C L A Y T O N. That and part's again, north. if you remember, it used to be Pursuitology, which was my company, and you were the one who told me to go to Jackie Clayton. And as soon as I did it, he said, "You still spell your name wrong." Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Well, I was right. I was right then, and I'm right now. Okay. Make it Jackie I E, like Jackie Kennedy. Okay. That's how everybody knows to spell it. Okay. And forget about the cute. Jackie, who are you in a, in a nutshell? I'm the editor for Recruiting Tools. My background's in recruiting and technology, and I try to share information to people to help them recruit better. Using you know, the that was stuff. just way too That's a the bad My, No, 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 no. That was lousy. I help I'm already looking for the exit. You get out, like Gary. I don't care if you stay here or not, okay? I don't <laughs> care. Go beat it. I'm going to shut that Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gary, before you go, before you go, Jerry. Uh, was there any one big hot issue discussed on your Facebook group this week, which is recruiters who actually make placements? That's the name of it, right? Gosh, I wish you'd have told me that you were going to spotlight me for a few minutes on the show. I'd have thought a little bit more about it. Okay, well, I guess you don't read your own group, so you don't know what people were talking about, unlike me. Okay, Maureen, anything on your group that you think was really hot? That, Maureen's you know, got a group. Sorcerers well, Unleashed. What about that? What about that what? thing about um, face recognition? It's called well, fine ahead. face. I don't fine know what you're face. talking about. Who's it's making a the noise? Face recognition Who's app taking noise? Russia by Who's storm. Who's making the noise? Captain Nemo. Back up the truck. Exactly. Oh, that's probably me. Okay, uh, Maureen, tell us fast what it was, or I'll move on. Okay? There's a new face recognition app. Um, de- being developed in Russia, that's they say it's taking Russia by storm. It launched two months ago, and it allows users to photograph people in a crowd and work out their identities with a 70% reliability. Go How ahead. does that help anybody in recruiting? Well, you can take pictures of a crowd, and it'll tell you who they are. I guess. Hold on. If you go to if you go to a Java conference, you know everybody there is is someone you might be interested in. So it could help you. Uh, in that case, Jackie and Katrina, any big uh, topics this week? 
last week I was at TechCrunch Disrupt, and what came out of it was all of this claimed artificial intelligence and machine learning. But that's been the latest thing that I've been focusing on and looking at. Katrina wrote an interesting article. She said, if you work from home, you go stale because you're not forced to respond in real time to big ideas in, in direct conversation with other people. What the hell does that mean? It wasn't – I didn't say that it's because I work from home. It's that when I spend a, a significant amount of time at home, I run out of things to write about. Like, I, I want to write about something creative, something that's actually a little unique and doesn't sound like it's been churned out of a machine. Uh, okay, I, I, I retract my laughing, then. That does make sense. No, actually, Jerry, well, I, just, I have more ideas no, 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 when I go mis- out there. She's misquoting herself. She deliberately says it. Here's something that Katrina does. She must have learned it from Matt Charney. She spends half of the article talking about something else, not the topic. And at the beginning of this one, it's not that bad. It's called she storytelling says, animal. I know. She clearly, <laughs> says, you, you can... she clearly says, let me finish, please. She clearly says that working from home is the problem. She talks about how she doesn't have to go on a commute. She's there by herself. She doesn't have to wear pants. I mean, I read that article. I know that you're talking about working from home, and you said it's bad for your own creativity, and you're talking to the rest of us as well. You said it's bad for people, okay? Now you can Does deny she know it. that most of us are at home right now? But well, let's that's let her yeah. finish. I do. I believe let, that. I, let her finish I her thought. I Katrina, you were saying I don't have to go. I don't go out into, and then he interrupted you. What were you saying? Well, I think I just, when you spend so much time at home, kind of working in your own bubble, creativity gets a little stunted. Okay. Look, I got a question. I know diversity is a real dangerous issue to discuss, but both our, our, both our guests today are diverse, and I swear that nobody would know it. We're two firsts. Yeah, nobody what? would know it. <laughs> what nope. does that even mean? Listen to me. Nobody would know that they're diverse. Here's the whole point. Unless I told you they're diverse, and unless I told you how they're diverse, you won't know how they're diverse. So I think that this proves that diversity is uh, just a matter of not being prejudiced or discriminated against people. If you know uh, that they're different uh, than the mass of people in some way, it doesn't really mean like all, we the, all? all the diversity evangelists. If you're on this I, show, when do I get to start I, arguing? No, no. They all. Let me just get this out. All the diversity eva- uh, evangelists, they say, just by having diverse people on your team, it's going to work better. I don't see any difference between Katrina and Jackie and uh, Maureen and Mike Cox and whoever else is on the line. I don't just. They we're all the same. I mean, I just don't get it. Right? Do you guys want to argue with me about that? That because uh, someone might say you're diverse, that you're actually bringing something different to the to, to the conversation. I have a different context for the conversation. What do you mean? I, you know, my context, I have a different community than the average white man has. Purely how? By I mean, no, really, how do woman. you have a different, okay. we're talking, we're working in the okay. same community. We're working in the exact same community. What are you talking but about? But you know people, you know people I don't know, Right. Not online. I know the exact same people as you. <laughs> we know the same people. That that's a fantastic point. Um, no, but I, I think I connect with people differently and certain people differently because I'm a woman and because I'm a lesbian. Like I know that there are people in the community that I admire as well, pure 
on the factor that they're like me. It's, it's being able to see people like you that are successful and admiring them and being able to follow, like, okay, follow that's that different. path. Okay, that's a different issue. But You're saying, that's go the, ahead, Jack. Go ahead, Jack. It's just, everybody has something to offer, and sometimes you don't even realize it. I mean, me and Katrina have had conversations about doing diversity presentations and been able to call each other out about things that maybe we didn't think of in another way. Or um, I think uh, even when we have random conversations, it'll come into it when it comes to parenting or just going shopping or the different experiences that we have. And I think that the difference with us still is that we are our personalities where people can go to our sites or read what we say. So we put a lot of information out there. So we have to have a certain persona, like we're a little, we're stronger about our opinions, obviously. But it all comes yeah. from our you know, experience. Uh, uh, you know, parenting. I got to say, parenting and shopping; those are professional issues that you really distinguish yourself on because of uh, some specific characteristics that are different than me. Not. They're not. Okay, I want to move on before I get into trouble here. I just wanted to make my point. I think there's no good reason to be prejudiced against someone when you're hiring, but just because someone comes from a different country than you or has a different sexual orientation doesn't mean that they're, you know, they're that different. I mean, Maureen has a different sexual orientation than Jerry. They're both talking over me, okay? <laughs> you are just off the chart today, animal. What's up with you? I got to guide the show. People told me last week I was slow on the draw. I let the reins be too loose. Okay. Now, here's something else. I went through Katrina's blog. She says the job description is a rat hole. A rat hole. That's very extreme. She said even with the best content, half of them are complete crap. What does that mean? It means exactly what I said. They are. They're, they're you know what? I got to tell you something, outlines. Katrina. I got to tell you something else yeah. you said, and I think I posted it on Twitter. You said that these big media companies and the vendors, the HR tech vendors, they make a big mistake with their content marketing by hiring people who have no work experience at all in the field that they're talking about, and they don't provide any examples. You better provide some examples. You better distinguish yourself from the people you put down, okay, when you're on this show. Go ahead. Are you you got it. Are you on speed? You sound like you're on speed. Uh, uh, okay, go ahead. I'll slow down. Go ahead. Slow down. I can't even keep up. Answer with you. the question. I'm say it again. What was the question? I know that that's the not job really description your style, is a rat but... hole. Jerry, the job description is a rat hole. Even with the best content, half of them are complete crap. What does that mean? They say what? all of these pretty things about their company that aren't true that don't actually reflect what they're going to be doing every day. The job description is like a a pie-in-the-sky dream of what somebody might actually be doing. It's rare that they talk about what what people actually need to know to do the job, which is the point. I mean, the literal job description, a description of the job, most of them don't even do that. I do agree, and I think part of the issue is that we're not going to the people who are actually – doing the hiring or the people who work on the team to find out about the job. We're taking the hiring manager's word for it. And without working for them, we're expecting for them to be experts on how to attract the right candidate. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, this is all pie in the sky, airy fairy. Not one example comes to mind for you guys. You can write about it, but you can't talk about it. Okay. Look, Jack, I'm going to tell you something, Katrina, you're getting more reality here than when you go out of your home a hundred times. Okay. I just want you to learn a lesson. <laughs> 
about social media. Now, look, here's something else you say. The biggest compliment is when someone doesn't get the job and they still evangelize you. This is the fantasy, the dream, the self-important dream of all these brand managers. Oh, I want everyone to love me even when I reject them. That's not going to happen. That's how they sell themselves to their bosses. It's a, it's a fantasy. You defend it since you said it. Go ahead. I did not say it. It was during a during the Lever conference yesterday. So I was live tweeting their conference. Yeah. Uh, that was actually Tin Cup who said that. Um, you disagree with him? Do. do you disagree with yeah. William Tin Cup? I want you to say so right here and now. I don't disagree that it's the dream. Is it the reality? No. It's not. And I don't think that there's a lot you can do to make somebody feel good about being rejected. Uh-huh. I mean, so what? So this thing that these branding, these nice. branding guys want to do, that's not really going to happen, right? That's, a, that's, that's right. baloney. Is that, that's complete Absolutely. crap, to quote you from the other, your, you know, your, description, uh, your, your comment on job descriptions. This branding stuff is complete crap. Am I right about that? No. <laughs> branding in general is not complete crap. The what way about most this people aspect? talk about it. What is. about this goal? What about this, this goal? This specific goal is crap. Yes. Okay, there we go. Jackie, comment. Jackie? I agree. <laughs> okay, I agree. anybody else? Okay, well, what do you think about this thing? You know, these guys are saying, boss, pay me $100,000. I'm going to get the people you reject to be your brand ambassadors. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> They a gave joke. me so much coffee in that interview, I'll swear that they're the greatest <laughs> right. in the world. The parking <laughs> lot was great. Yeah. Me when they booted me the out the The temperature was fantastic. Katrina says, or actually Katrina posted, I don't know who said it, where we screw up in hiring is in the first 90 days. We sell and sell, and then we let them down. Is that really what companies do? Do they lie so much about what the job is? I think so. Well, it's because the woo period is over. It's like when you first get married, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't know that you didn't like I remember that feeling. Whatever. God. I mean, you do. Stop it, Gary. 18 years. I'm going to tell Nicole. That wasn't me, Maureen. I was sold into. Oh, yeah. Was it your evil twin? Hold on. Hold on. Are you guys. Yeah, but hold on. What this this comment said was, it's not doesn't say that you come into it with illusions like a a new husband or wife does. They've been going out with this person for a little while, and now they have to hang around with them all the time. That's your own illusion. What this use, what you said is that the company misleads the candidates until they get them in their trap, and then they see what the reality is. It's a hell hole, like you just said, a rat hole. I mean, does that? Why do you think people look for jobs within the first six months of being at a company? It's because they were set up with the wrong expectation for the job. You believe that? You believe that, Jackie? You believe that too? You believe that too, Jackie? I think it depends on the company, but to an extent, it happens a lot. Um, Oh yeah, what's a lot mean? Twenty percent? What's a lot mean? Twenty percent? I would say I would say at least twenty percent. But I can't be at all places. The number is higher than that. The number of people who look for a job in the first 60 days. It's what kind of people are we talking about? Some losers who went to work at a car wash? Uh, hourly blue-collar second shift warehouse yeah. associates. <laughs> yeah, people working at 7-Eleven. They count, too. To add something. Can I add something from a professional, real-world experience? <laughs> Hope you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. People don't totally abandon their traction from their job search the day that they start, 
and then four months later think, oh, I'm going to start again. Oftentimes it's like a previous interview, a process that hadn't completed that they still kind of keep in the back of their mind. So this business of I got here, uh, found out everything sucked, now I'm going to go start looking again. They never really totally close the door oh. on on the old uh, opportunities. Just my thinking. I mean, I'm guessing. I, I, I've been in a scenario where I've accepted a job and then been offered a, another very good job and I had have. that, like, I think I need to leave this job because this other opportunity mm-hmm. is there. Yeah. And yeah, I think that happens more often than people starting all over again. I don't think I, it happens. And, and both of those both of those examples have nothing to do with people being lied to by a recruiter or by a company. Good point. I think part of it yeah. is because people feel like, oh, I'm wanted, so maybe somebody else might want me. I'm not sure if this is the best opportunity. But I think some of it is we tell them what they're going to be doing in the job. They get very excited about it, and it doesn't happen in the first 90 days, right? You have to work mm-hmm. up to it. So I think that they feel like they're being misleaded. Sometimes they're not. It just doesn't happen in the time frame that they expected. Because things change, and so I think that's where a lot of this issue comes up. Uh, uh, Just and, I know you're I know you're excited. You got a little stage fright, Jackie, but it's not misleaded. It's misled. Okay. And I have to do an ad. It's halfway through the show already. Okay. My grammar. I can't okay. do that. Okay. Look, you can do it back to me. I make mistakes too. Hey, everybody. You got to be quiet for a sec. You know, these days, let me tell you something. When you when yeah, so go hang up. I don't care. These days, when you invite I'd people, hang up. When you, you corrected people, my grammar. Someone publicly. slammed the phone down. Okay, I don't care. Let me do my ad or I'll have to hang up. I've been everybody. <laughs> you know, everyone, these days, when you invite people to a dinner party, you're likely to get one person writing back to tell you she's a vegetarian. And another one is going to tell you she's a vegan. And another one says he's avoiding gluten, you know? After a bit of that, you don't feel like having a dinner party at all anymore. No, you don't. Yeah. And you know what? I got to tell you, Maureen, it's the exact same in the world of recruiting software. One company says, we make great software, but we really focus on corporate recruiting. And another says, oh yeah, we're great, but we focus on staffing. And another, they focus on direct hire. But there's one recruiting software that isn't going to make a fuss. It'll take no. on anything that you dish out. And that's Bring it on. It's PC Recruiter. It's made for all kinds of recruiting. And you can check it out at PCRecruiter.com. PC check it out. Recruiter, yeah. It's the product. i got to finish. It's the product. The main, main sequence technologies, the president of which is our good friend. Martin Snyder. Thank you. Okay, now, Thank Jerry, you. I'm going to to you, Jerry. To me. Jerry and I agree about something. It's unbelievable. Mm. But Jerry says that this loyalty pitch that recruiters use to fight off a, a counteroffer, it's a total sham. I'm going to quote Jerry. Can we please stop with who's, who's doing that with who's their doing that? Okay? Stop. God. Can we please stop with the now the boss knows they're looking malarkey from 1987? Once it's going down, that's a counteroffer, trying to come up with something crafty to say only sounds like you are desperate and you're afraid of losing the fee. I agree with Jerry entirely. That is a a hard sell, used car salesman approach. Does anybody disagree with Jerry and me? Uh, Katrina, what do you think? I also agree. Okay, 
Jackie, do you agree as well? <laughs> I'm giving it a thumbs up. Okay. okay. So, so you guys have nothing to say about counteroffers. Am I right about that? It just sounds good to you, right? I just think they're dumb. Uh, counteroffers are dumb? Why? Animal, dumb. Can, we, can we somehow start like a petition or something industry-wide that we can stop repeating the crap that we were all brainwashed to believe about counteroffers 20-some years ago? This whole, now that the boss knows you're looking, you're the first guy that's going to get fired. And now that, <laughs> so I'm not going to almost recite it verbatim. That's now that you've true. shown your disloyalty to the company, you're not the first one that they tap on the shoulder for a promotion. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. It's crap. We made it up. We did. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to besmirch the reputation of an industry pioneer. But Paul Hawkinson, rest in peace. Was part of the uh, part of the whole. He spread that around too. Somebody wrote a list of things that might go through a manager's mind in 1982 when somebody goes to resign. <laughs> back when you were really supposed to work at a company for 50 years, and now it seems like everybody somewhere. Uh, it's crazy. It pisses me. Don't believe it. Everybody seems to. It, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not, you know what? Go, I'm not saying go get a counteroffer, go take a counteroffer, but the chance that it's destroying your career is slim. Yep. Right. You know, go ahead, Mike, Michael Cox, go ahead. Oh, I said, you want to say yep. something? <laughs> what do you want to say? <laughs> what? I said, you know, I, I am simply agreeing. It's a load of crap. Yeah, the one that I hear they use all the time is, uh, you know, once you accept the counteroffer, they start looking for someone. They're only going to keep you there till they find someone to replace you. You're on your way out. You just don't know it. And you're going to come crawling back to me in a couple of months or six months, and I'm going to kick you out the door. That's do, do you guys all remember the article that I'm talking about, counteroffer acceptance, road to career ruin? Do you guys remember the article? <laughs> no, I never read it. Ah, okay. well, I okay. guess that shows okay. how old I am. Okay, I think, yeah, yeah, it does. You're 50 <laughs> no. years old now. But you know what? We don't remember that. And I'm not okay? diverse. Well, Let maybe you are. Clear. You're a hillbilly. You're the only hillbilly. Hey! <laughs> that okay. Katrina Kibben, you know, she wrote this article. Oh, she wrote this article about, about uh, AI, <laughs> artificial intelligence in recruiting. I have to tell you, you know, the first half, it's really long. The first half was all anti-capitalism, okay? The history of capitalism and, you know, with giants you know, sticking needles in it all the time. Then finally we get down to the stuff about AI, artificial intelligence, and I realized she should have used all the space that she spent talking about extraneous things on describing real-life examples of artificial intelligence or detailed examples of what it's going to be. I think that article needed some editing, but I want you to explain here and now the stuff... That you didn't boring. Boring. Sure. Well, topic? so the reason I started it with all of the, what you're calling crap uh, is because <laughs> I wanted to explain the context of change. Joe, that's a word. I gotta that, tell you, that's a word you use a lot. Crap, rat hole. I don't talk like that. Sorry. Okay. Don't say oh. I said it was crap. Go ahead. I okay. enjoy storytelling. I think setting an actual context for a concept makes it more realistic. It means you can, you can connect with it. That's how I start my presentations, and that's how I start my writing, because I think it just helps you get in the mood of, like, thinking about something in a different way and seeing the parallels. 
So I talked about the Industrial Revolution because that was the last time we saw the scope of change that I think artificial intelligence is going to bring to our lives. Their technology is going to replace a lot of the work. Hey, you know what? i got to tell you, I don't want any blather on this show. I use that word. Well, I would like to tie that into a real-world example. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting. I'm thinking about getting one of those Roombas. <laughs> no, seriously. Does anybody have one? Did it really I was work? expecting something else, Jerry. But I okay, yeah, you, get one. Look, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, not Hillary Clinton, <laughs> not Bernie Sanders, not Donald Trump. None of them are talking about the fact that half of the United States is going to be robotized in the next 20 years. And all kinds of people are going to be losing their jobs and, and you're going to right. have to find some way to support them. Now, I don't know if it's true of recruiting. Uh, Katrina, I didn't want you to tell me about the Industrial Revolution. Most of us went to high school here and even university. OK, I just want you to tell me about a. I don't understand that. So don't talk well, I have a about question. those stories. I have a Get question. To the who's who's going to maintain the robots? Okay, i got to do another ad. Okay, look, now a word from our sponsor, PC Recruiter. This is a very short one, so let me get it out. Okay, everyone is claiming that text and social media are the hot new forms of communication, but everybody knows, they really do, that email still rules the roost. And PC Recruiter handles email the way you want it handled. It works with your mobile phone accounts and always shows you're connected, you're sent and received email for every candidate and hiring authority. PCRecruiter.com. They have over 3,100 clients worldwide. Uh, are you going to give us any Thank you. Any examples, Katrina, of in, in artificial intelligence? I don't need a lecture about history. Uh, we can move on, okay? I don't have to do that. Uh, are you ready? Are you, you yeah, know, uh, Katrina, let me say something nice. Jerry told me uh, uh, my, this might be sexist. You have the cutest heart-shaped face that I've ever seen. It's got the cutest of, of, of a, a, an innocent child, okay? So no matter what I say Thank here, you. whenever I see your smiling face on, on, on the pictures, uh, I always feel good. And, 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 and Jackie has a lovely <laughs> smile as well. So deceiving. Now, you can, tell me, you can tell me that I am just sexist, okay? But that's not true. And you know what? I have a, a tweet, a, a liberal, a very liberal young woman posted on Twitter that, Animal, you are not sexist, and I'll vouch for you. Okay, so do you have something to say? I think artificial intelligence is finished for now. Here's, oh, what about content what? marketing? Did we even talk about it? I don't think she's going to talk I, about I, it. I, That's he, he gave you multiple chances there. Yes, thank multiple. you, Jerry. Uh, Jerry's not stabbing me in the back. What's wrong? I don't know. You're my friend, Animal. Or break. You and I are tight. It's just automating yeah. process. Okay, content marketing. This is what I was referring to. Here's what Katrina said. HR tech vendors uh, and big media companies fill their queue with uh, people who have never done a job and expect them to propel readers to success. Go ahead. Floor's open for my two guests. I mean, have you ever been to a user conference and met all of the 22-year-olds that run your ACS vendor, they also are the ones who write the blog posts and write all the website content. And then suddenly you're like, wait, you you don't actually know what recruiting is at all. You have just been coached to to recite, you know, one-liners and feature lists. You know I'm right. 
you meet the kid and you're like, wait a minute. I I think it should be people who are in the recruiting, people that are on this call. They should be the ones writing about technology. You should have people who have tried technology before actually write about it. I know, what a wonderful world. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what? I guess that's a problem is that you wrote an article. I don't know if you wrote an article about it or just tweeted about it. I can't tell, but I should have told you i'm going to ask for some examples when you come on the show like i i tell everybody, everybody knows that yeah I, I, you know <laughs> really <laughs> i don't want general answers i want you always you fall to like pieces stories. in front of the girls i want stories you, you, do. you always I fall like to stories. pieces i agree with uh, katrina i want stories but stories about what we're talking about not about something else okay not about the industrial revolution Okay, does it, do you, oh, Katrina and, and Jackie, do you have some tools or some things that you want to talk about in the last 15 minutes of the show? I do. Go ahead. <laughs> I had a few well, things. There's a, there's a couple of, of new ways. We have talked about this before. Louder, about getting, louder, louder. Talk into the mic. Finally. <laughs> Good. Things you normally don't have to say to Jackie. Be louder. <laughs> So I was talking about a new tool. Um, it's called Yumi. It's Y-U-E-M-E-Y. And I like this one. It's really for candidates. Uh, we were talking about um, resumes being obsolete or CVs. This one allows people to actually publish their um, more about them to share socially, more contacts. And it does utilize artificial intelligence because what it does is it finds the best people for you to talk to and it adds a, um, there's a part of the algorithm built in that helps you get the job that you want. Um, Hmm. I'm on the site right now. And I find it interesting that when you go to their site, yumi.com, their example on the mobile phone are a couple of hotties there, scantily clad. (laughs) So what's the story there? Freaking tank top. Um, uh, I, 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 maybe you need to come back to places where it's hot. That's not scantily clad. Um, mm, that's suggestive. Where it's hot outside in the south. But they're a great company. Just met them, and I thought they had some things. Uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting that got brought up was this gamification. And there's, there's oh no, not gamification again. <laughs> yeah, it's done oh, in a different God. way. You have to look at Scoutable because it's an actual game, which is different. What's it called? Scoutable? Scoutable. S C O U T I B L E. O I B L E. Yes. So, in the past, we see gamification, and the games are really like IQ tests. But this one, and it's still in beta and it's a startup, but they're actually building a tool that's an actual game where you have to get um, to actually work through it. Right now it looks like Minecraft, but it's like you have to find the fish. You have to go on this mountain. You actually have to play the video game, and anybody can do that. Yeah. Um, so I thought Whee! that was really cool from last week. See? He's enjoying it. I'm loving um, it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a, a tool that's kind of cool. Um, a new one that just came out, too, it's called Mint Mesh, M-I-N-T-M-E-S-H. 
That well, it's a referral tool. It's kind of it's a new one. It's similar to some of the things that we've seen in the past. But what's cool about this is that you can add bounties out there. So you can say, hey, I'll offer this. You can send it out on your phone. Um, but what I'm seeing is a lot that's being taken out and used within artificial intelligence that need to be enhanced by a person of some sort. But that's why I stopped talking because I wanted to get back to the artificial intelligence and machine learning because there's a lot of it that's coming out and it's getting smarter than it was before. Um, the people who just made Surrey just came out with this tool called Viv. It's B-I-V that actually when you tell it what you want, it develops a program within like two tenths of a second to take care of what you're asking it to do, whether it be really? order a cab, schedule I'll a I'll be right back. Yeah, well, you don't have to leave. Yeah, they'll pick you up in just a minute. Um, they're waiting outside your door. Uh, but we are seeing some some things that are going to to directly affect the way we recruit. So there. That's a lot to take in. Well, I kept talking, but we had too many. Wow, that was very good. Only three or four in in this that amount of time. Dean DeCosta gives you twenty. Okay. Shut up. Right. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. You're leaving already? We've still got ten minutes left. You know what? Oh, I've got to tell offensive. you the three big the three big discussions on my Facebook group in the last little while were one of them about email. It, it was all started with whether when you're sending a cold email or recruiting email to someone, it's okay to say I think you'd be a great fit for our let's say data science team, given your dissertation on search algorithms. Some people said you're making an assumption that can turn the person off. You know, don't pitch jobs in the first contact e email. What you have to do is ask people what they want to do. Don't tell them what you think about them. Ask them what they want. I don't see that as uh, such a dramatic issue, but there were 30 comments. Does anybody want to talk about well, it? Well, what? Weren't most of the comments about why are you posting scripts written by... Oh, I didn't hear anybody. She said, well, okay, and I'm, I was just encouraging oh, marched in. Go okay. Let's, let's put this in a metaphor. If you were starting to, like, let's say you're on a dating site and someone sends you a message and they say, I think you'd be a great fit to be my girlfriend. <laughs> That's a little weird, right? But instead someone says, you know, I, I read your profile and I really enjoy that you also like concerts and dogs and books. I'm making this up. But the, the, the second message is something that actually gets your attention because they're looking at you and what's special about you. It's not, I think you'd be a, it is an assumption that's probably not true. No, Katrina, you agreed with it while you thought you were disagreeing. What you were saying was, I looked at your profile, and I think we'd hit it off. And these are the reasons. You like puppy dogs, and so do I. I mean, that's essentially what you said. The other guy said, you don't even say that to them. I see you like this. You say, hi, I'm a recruiter. You know, I'd like to you know, strike up a relationship with you, whatever. But what I want to do first is find out what you're interested in. You don't tell them anything about your company or the job. You just are interested in them. Okay? You can tell them what, you know, if you have a specialty, this is my niche. But the focus is strictly on them. Anybody got a comment on that? Jerry, you had something to say a minute ago. 
Well, I, no. I was going to ask Jerry, but he's gone now because he okay, got a well, the call. Other, there was two more big discussions. The other one was about yeah. profi- – we talked about it last week. It was a result of last week's uh, show about finding professional information online. Last week, Katrina said you use these uh, social aggregators like Connect6 and Profit. So you can find out all kinds of stuff about people. And then when you cold call them, you can use that. You say, I see you're interested in this and blah, 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 blah. And that's how you build rapport with them. Other people, I won't mention names, you know who you are, they said, hey, that information isn't online. Most normal people are not dropping these kind of hints about what their professional preferences are all over the place for a recruiter to find. Do you two guests have any opinions about that? You can say no. I think there's lots of information online, and I think that most people do share more than you think, and it leads into what they feel like on a professional level as well. I do. It's all out there, and I think you should share it. Okay. Nobody say. There's also a fine line between creepy and and having a conversation, right? Well, I mean, don't say, "Oh, I saw you had a baby last week," or anything weird like that. Okay. Well, that's the third issue: personal info. Personal info separated. You know, should you talk about? I saw that you like touch football, or you know, as you said, something about your kids, right? Keep it the cool thing is, the cool thing is, they haven't created a tool that will teach people how to speak to other people. Who's going to talk about? Oh, I see you just had a child last week, and I've been stalking you online. And the, the problem is, there are lots of individuals that just can't have normal conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? I, 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 I discovered the hard way that when you find stuff about people online and feed it back to them, they don't like it. <laughs> I see that you went to this protest. I see that you went to this political rally. Dead silence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they also don't like it if, if you kind of imply or tell them that you know everybody else in their office. You know who they are and what they're doing. That scares well, me, okay? It's because you're, you're trying to force a relationship more often than not. That, that is creepy. Mm. Okay. That's a good point. Force okay. a relationship. Any yes. any any last words, last points, anything interesting that someone wants to say? We have you five got, minutes. Do we have to be in the last oh no, point? Okay. Yeah, it is. You think about it while I do my third ad. Look, PC Recruiter handles email marketing, so you can build lists and send hundreds or even thousands of emails and manage. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Okay. Be quiet for one. Thirty seconds. What I'm doing the last ad. I'm doing the last ad. Give doing me thirty the last seconds. Ad. Twenty seconds. Okay. You're making them. How much money are you making off of our earballs? Yeah. We yeah. haven't made anything yet. Okay. Is that is that what? fair, Mike? You guys will know if I make some money. I'll pass it on. Okay. Derek Seller is asking a question about this. He thinks that the ad stoppage is killing the uneven flow of the show. <laughs> Who said that? Uneven flow is all about this show. Derek Seller. Kill the uneven flow. Derek That's Seller. Derek Zeller, he's always got something to complain about, okay? Yeah. <laughs> the big teddy bear. True story. Do the ad. If, you know, if someone let me do these ads, God they'd be out of the way okay, really quickly. Ahead. And we have to fight about Seriously, them. he hasn't paid for these ads? Not yet. <laughs> well, oh, how many do you have no. to do? Like 400? It, give me a number, know. we'll start collecting for you. Okay. I feel I'm so going to boycott the ads until he pays. <laughs> okay. PC Recruiter, <laughs> after that, I don't know if I should mention the name. PC Recruiter handles email marketing so you can build lists and send hundreds and thousands of emails and manage the resulting activity like opt-in or opt-out requests 
with ease. And that includes Canadian opt-in rules, okay? And if you use Microsoft Outlook, PC Recruiter appears directly in your Outlook screen. No more switching between applications 100 times a day. No ATS or recruiting software has more or better choices for email, text messaging, and social media than PC Recruiter. If you want to check it out, go to PCRecruiter.com. They got over 3,100 clients worldwide. Now, back to the two guests. Do you have some final words that you want to share with us or final ideas? Does Derek Miller have something he wants to contribute besides a complaint? I heard no, I TikTok. actually appreciate that the, the yelling was dialed down today. Uh, okay. uh-huh. And you actually that, let okay. me talk. So thanks for that. There is going to be an after show today. I just want to talk to Maureen. Is that a compliment? Is that a compliment? Okay. Uh-oh. Jerry's going to take me out to the wood pile. No. There is an after after show, Animal. There is. Okay. Uh, Jackie, you want to say something? Jackie? I just wanted to say thanks for having me on the show again. Uh-huh. Okay. I appreciate the other chance. Love having you. Love having you. You two can come back anytime. Jerry, I don't think you got anybody here for an after show. It might just be you, Maureen, and maybe Mike. Okay, do He's you still want the after me. show? You want the after show? Tell yeah. Jerry. me. Okay. I want to so talk to Maureen done. about some stuff on the record. Okay. Okay. Oh. Jackie, Jackie and Katrina, you've got to sign off, but I want to thank you. Hi, Maureen. Hey, what's up with you? Our, our, our payroll company that we've been using, well, yeah. years ago I used ADP, mm-hmm. and I thought they kind of sucked. Because they messed messed up a few things, and you know, they kind of did suck. So we switched to a new place about mm-hmm. four years ago. Mm-hmm. Paychecks online company. Mm-hmm. It's a nightmare, um, yeah. and I can't wait to get out of it. Yeah, they. Um, the, the, one of the mistakes that they made was they did not withhold, or they didn't send in my withholding for the state of Michigan for one of my companies. Mm-hmm. They never told me that I needed to send it in. Because they're supposed to handle all this, right? This is my payroll company. Well, mm-hmm. we finally got that straightened out. So so I hired a few people in Huntsville, Alabama. February, maybe? Yeah, February. Mm-hmm. So well in advance of getting any of them on my payroll, I knew I was going to be – I set up my accounts for the state of Alabama, withholding and all that stuff. Well – they didn't get the system set up in time. This is three weeks after I got my account, my withholding number, all of that. They withheld Indiana state taxes for these people, right? Well, I, they did a, three payrolls in a row. And my employees each time were like, uh, hey, Jerry, I thought you were going to have this fixed. Uh, they're still taking out Indiana taxes. Uh, do you even know what you're doing? Uh, this, you know, mm-hmm. what's the deal? And I'm like, oh, believe me, I know what I'm doing. We'll get it straight. Mm-hmm. So long story short, then they they sent us all these files of with state income tax withheld 
twice, it's messing up our QuickBooks. It's an, it's a complete. It's just such crap. Is this Paycor? No, I'm going to switch to Paycor. Okay, I, because I was going to say I'd be surprised if it was Paycor. Paychecks, P-A-Y-C-H-E-X. Okay. Mm-hmm. Isn't that tricky? Mm-hmm. Online. That, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get your paychecks here. Well, yeah, right. Get your crappy, get your incorrect, wrong state withheld income tax paychecks here is what their mm-hmm. slogan ought to be because they're crap. Yeah. Yeah. 